name is Billie June, and this is Laws Are Not Sexy. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to this Lost or Not Sexy podcast. Bum, bum, bum. Jokes. I um, I just got back from a walk around the marina. I recently discovered that there's this wonderful promenade around my neighborhood and it's like well paved and well lit and all of these people are outside walking every day. It's like a six mile loop. And it is just something that makes me so happy every single day to be outside and walk, watch the sunset. I never, I don't know why, I just felt like I was about to say sunrise. And frankly, um, if you know anything about me, you know that's that's never going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen if I ever have kids, guys, because I am not a morning person. Um, but anyway, neither here nor there. So um, I just did that. And that is one of the many ways that I choose to show up for myself every single day. It grounds me. It makes me happy. It makes me feel like I've accomplished something. It usually takes about 90 minutes, like 60 to 90 minutes. Um, today I even ran a little bit. So not much. Let's not get crazy. But um, I definitely ran a little bit today. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling solid. I just came out of a really long hard six weeks at work. And, um, and it just, it, it really feeds my soul to do something like this for myself every day. So, um, if you guys don't know my day job, my real job is I am a television producer. I've been doing this since I was 19, um, roughly 20 years. Uh, you do the math. And, um, I started out as a PA, like most people do in this industry. And then I worked my way up. And thankfully for me, I had a bunch of people who believed in me and believed in my work ethic and opened a lot of doors for me along the way. So I was actually able to move up, I think pretty quickly. And, um, but I am also like a really firm believer. And once that door opens, only you have the ability to a walk through it and b continue to stay in the room um, because this industry specifically is super cutthroat and um, it will eat you alive, um, which is why like we have a lot of interns that come in that talk to us all the time and I'm always telling them the same thing, which is start at the bottom of the vertical that you love. Start doing the work in a place or an environment or a subject matter that you love because we all have to put in the work. We all have to put in the energy, pay our dues, whatever you want to call it. And in order to you know, continue to pull yourself through, it's important to find something that you're passionate about, whatever topic that is. So the last like six weeks, I swear to bejesus, have been some of the hardest for the individuals on our team. I manage a team of about 400 people you know, like we have department heads, so I'm so lucky to work alongside these many department heads that run their teams with efficiency and grace. But let me tell you guys something like this season has been a doozy. And so the way that the entertainment industry works is um, I'm currently producing on a show that's like a, a singing competition show. And what we do is like, we'll go and we'll prep for like, I don't know, like 10 weeks. And then we will show up and we'll film. We'll load in for like two weeks into a soundstage. We'll film for like five to six weeks. And then you load out for another week or two. And unfortunately for this show, um, due to COVID and a myriad of other reasons, we just didn't have any creative locked in place. So every single week was just an uphill battle getting into the next 
week. And um, it was very taxing on all of our employees, all of our department heads. And our department heads are the people that hold their teams together. And without this great group of leaders, this show would have never been made. And so it's just been really difficult. Nobody's had any sleep or any time off. And today is actually like one of the first days that I've had off in a really long time. So um, being able to go on this walk has meant the world to me. And I know it's just something so simple, but being able to have gratitude for these simple acts every day is just it just takes the cake, guys. Anyway, I haven't been able to show up for the last two weeks because of this job and the demanding hours, but that's okay. I'm here today. I'm here showing up. I'm sticking with it. I got to tell you guys though, like this podcast is so fucking hard to make. And it's not that the technical components are hard guys. Like I taught myself how to use logic. I mean, are you kidding me? Um, I definitely had to gain help with learning all of the right equipment to purchase and how to use all of that equipment and shout out to the dear friends that did help me uh in that uh aspect of building this but like showing up every week and putting in the work and like this is my life motto this is what i believe this podcast is all about and i'm telling you guys it is so hard um i didn't anticipate coming up with subject matter and topics would be this difficult. I mean, <laughs> um, but thank gosh, like uh, my best friend, he was telling me a story about his own life and um, how he's he's currently filming a documentary documentary right now. Like he's incredible. He's an incredible visionary director producer, and um, he was sharing um, these individuals were doing these graduation speeches and they were, you know, typing them all up and writing them out and reciting them verbatim. And he was like, listen, 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 let me help you guys out. If you type that up and you read it back, it's just going to be boring. He's like, so focus on your talking points. And I was like, aha, the spoon. If you don't know that reference and you need to watch more 80s movies, but um, I was just like the spoon. Thank you. So um, it's kind of what I did for myself. And although I haven't even followed on topic for any of those bullet points, it's it's been of service. And I've taken that and I've used it and I've, I've used it as motivation to help me continue with this podcast. But I think in general, like, do you normally use friends as a source of strength and support when you're navigating a path forward? Because my best friend, my best guy friend, he has been my rock since I met him. And he always propels me forward. Like he is that mirror in life that I know that I needed when I had some lessons to learn. Like, what do they say? When the student is ready, the teacher will come. And he's definitely been that teacher in my life, help, helping me clear some, you know, bad karma, helping me see myself more clearly, helping me understand where I needed to grow. And it has been a really hard journey. So, um, I do value the strength in all of my friends. Like I have a new girlfriend right now and I value her strength and her opinions and perspectives on life as well. Oh my gosh. So the other day we were talking about something and I was definitely like in it. You guys know what it's like when you're just in something. And I was lamenting and um, a little sad and you know, I was just speaking with her and she's like, I hope you don't mind me saying, but X, Y, Z. And I was like, oh my gosh, no, like you're my friend. I value everything that you're contributing towards our friendship because you're my friend. 
because I respect you and I believe in your opinion and I believe in how you see me and how you view the world. Um, and I was just like, the fact that you might even think that I might not be into your perspective was just so sad. <laughs> I was like, so sad about it. Um, but I think that, you know, in some ways, all of our friendships are, um, they could, could reflect toxic positivity. They could reflect, um, you know, like people get triggered with what they see happening in your life and then they bounce that back to you. You know, there's so many different levels of friendship and this is, we are way off topic, but I would love to dive into that over the next couple of weeks because I have very, very strong opinions on the matter. Um, because who you invite into your life is a reflection of what you're contributing to your life. And it's very, very important that you take that seriously. So one of the things I did want to talk about today was in fact related to showing up and um, it's just something really small and super granular to help us get through the week, but I have a new assistant. She's amazing. Um, I don't know what your guys' superpower is, but one of my superpowers, and I think it's probably my strongest superpower, and, and maybe we could just summarize it as just my intuition, but um, more specifically is in a job interview, I will know within 30 seconds if you're the right person for the role or not. And when I met this girl, it was my first time um, feeling this on a Zoom, and it was so cute. Like She left her current job and um, has been wanting to get into production, which is what we call our industry, our entertainment industry. We call it production. She'd been wanting wanting to get into production for an age and she'd been working at a locations company. So what that means is that um, you have different departments in production. It's like one giant city and you know there's many different industries that make up a city like insurance or tech or medical all of those things right so um in entertainment your entertainment city is made up of um art department and props scenic it's made up of costumes it's made up of producers and production management and there's a ton of different verticals that you can get yourself in one of those verticals is location uh, management. And so she was working for a locations company and she hated it, but you know, it's like ancillary position, but really wanted to get into the meat and potatoes. And she wanted to, um, be like a line producer assistant one day. So anyway, I'm meeting with her on zoom with one of my right hands, um, this amazing woman, and we are together interviewing her. And I was like, okay, yes, like this girl just left her job is in her car. She's got her phone propped up next to her air conditioner. She has a notebook on her center console and she is straight taking notes this entire interview. I was like, she's hired. She's hired. This is the girl that I want because she has work ethic. She has tenacity and she knows what she wants. She's driven and she's not afraid to communicate that she'll do whatever it takes to get there. And that's the kind of person that I want working with me because that's the kind of energy that I want to give out as well. You know, like when we're leading a team of people, like we have to constantly show up. You have to constantly be the best version of yourself. You have to leave your politics and your opinions and your emotions at home or in the car. You know, even if you have to like go cry in your car at lunch, like not, um, that might've been me a time or two, but um, we have to be the best versions of ourselves. And so I love this girl. Anyway, I wanted to share this one tiny little thing, which is she um, has been filing a lot of my financial paperwork for me. And so I have her uh, print out 
uh, this, uh, this inbox of paperwork and I have her, you know, hand it to me anyway. So as she's printing out like multiple, uh, packets of paper, she's stapling them. And on my desk every week, there's like 50 to a hundred packets of paper. Sorry guys, we're tree killers. Um, and, um, unintentional just has to be the way that the flow works. And anyway, so she's like stapling these papers and they're not in, <laughs> you guys are think I'm crazy. They're not in like a neat, con like concise corner. They're just like all over the place. And then the staples just like nonchalantly in the corner. And I was like, oh, M G and she's sitting in my office and she's watching me like take out the staples, stack the papers nicely and restaple them. Every single packet of papers that I'm going through with her. She's watching this happen. The next week comes in, she's doing it again. And as I'm pulling out the staples, I was like, okay, listen, I know that you watched me do this last week. And the reason that I'm pointing this out to you right now is not because I'm super OCD, which by the way I am, but it's that how you do anything is how you do everything. And if you are stapling some papers nonchalantly, like it doesn't matter, what you're doing is you're making somebody else's life down the road a little bit less efficient, less effective. You, you know, when you don't have things in an orderly method, it slows down the machine. And she was like, oh my gosh, you're totally right. I totally get it. And I was like, but this is a fundamental lesson that I think that most of us don't even know. And it doesn't even have to apply to papers, right? It doesn't have to apply to stapling. That could be something that isn't nails on a chalkboard to you. But doing things with precision is a value that I hold dearly in my life. It's something that I measure all of my relationships against. It's something that I measure my friendships against, employees against, bosses. When you're interviewing for a job and then you're also simultaneously interviewing your boss for a job, I also measure them against that as well, because it's important that you have the same value system as everyone around you and in your life. So that is actually the one thing that I wanted to talk about today is how you do anything is how you do everything. And it's important to show up for your life in these little ways because they add up and it's like compound interest. Over time, you're going to have created self-confidence. You're going to have created momentum. You're going to have created a legacy. And it could be something as small as stapling papers and it could be something as large as a multi-million dollar deal on a podcast. I don't know, anything, right? Um, so how you show up in life is going to determine the outcome in every capacity. And that is where I'm gonna leave you guys today because this has been a barrage of lots of different topics, but I want you to know that I'm excited to be here. This was really hard for me. I appreciate you sticking around until the end. I hope that you have the best week ever and let me know on Sloths Are Not Sexy Instagram. I started populating it. Guys, I'm here for it. And if you really wanna know, you will see how I make an excellent martini minus the vodka because I was so freaking brain dead that I didn't even, I didn't even realize that I had left it out. <laughs> but we're here, folks. We're here. Um, so once again, my name is Billy June. This is Slouse Are Not Sexy, and I will hopefully be speaking with you next week. Have a great day.